Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay. I'm fucking stoned. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kelcats. Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies. And tonight we have a very special guest, guys. It is my father. My dad, outdoors hey, PD, Perry Davies. So lucky to have me today. <laughs> Why are they so lucky? Because I dressed up like a giant lemon to be here today. <laughs> yeah. If you guys are watching this live on YouTube, or if you guys want to watch this live on YouTube, my YouTube channel is K E L S I D A V I E S, and you can see my dad in his his lemon shirt. <laughs> I like it. I think it's a nice color on you. I think it. You know, like brings out your skin, your skin tone, and well, thank you. Yeah, I think Lola likes it too. My haunted doll, who is behind me. Oh, it brings out the red in my eyes right now. <laughs> Speaking of red um, eyes, red eyes. What is your intoxicated choice of the night? What do you mean? <laughs> what did you like? Did you smoke? Or drinking? What's your intoxicated choice? Oh. Smoking and drinking. Yeah, so he's getting cross-faded is the term for it. I'm feeling wonderful right now. Are you? This weed's pretty good, huh? You're lucky to be around me because I can feel my wonderfulness emanating from myself. (laughs) Emanating, wow. That's like really strong. That's really powerful. (laughs) Um, I smoked a hybrid with him. It was from Alien Labs. I think they kind of infuse the weed and make like some crazy... Some crazy shit because I'm feeling pretty like thoughtful tonight. I'm feeling very conversation. I had like a, a incense. I was burning a conversation incense. So it was basically the the throat chakra incense. Do you feel more like communi- communicative? That's kind of like the, the vibe I tried to put out into the air. Right now, if I were to rate how I feel, but on a food scale, a food scale? Yeah, I like to use a food scale. Uh-huh. So right now I'm feeling 
delicious. Delicious. Yes. Okay. Drewlicious is calling me right now. Um, uh, my boyfriend. So, do you want to tell him about Drewlicious? Uh, sure. Yeah. When I <laughs> when I met Drew, I nicknamed him Drewlicious, and and now uh, my Thai girlfriend thinks his name is actually Drewlicious. <laughs> so last night when she called, she was like, "Hi, Drewlicious." <laughs> <laughs> so that is his name is Drewlicious now. If you guys don't know, my, uh, that's my boyfriend. His name is Drew. He's been on this podcast a couple times. He, I don't know. I try to get him on this podcast more. I try to get him in my content more. He's kind of more to himself type of guy, just like does his own thing. But uh, last time on Intoxicated, oh wait, hold on. I want you that you guys to follow my dad because he also does some social media or is starting to. It is there's Outdoors PD on YouTube, YouTube. and then what's your TikTok? Well, I don't know, Perry Davies, I think. Was it like Perry Dot Davies? Jeez, I have no idea. You don't even know what your TikTok is? <laughs> Why would I know what my TikTok is? Because you post on it all the time. Well, yeah, but I don't ever look and see what my name is or anything. Oh, I found it. it. It's Perry Davies, P-E-R-R-Y-D-A-V-I-E-S. So you guys can go follow him on TikTok. And yeah, go give him some love because he... I'm almost famous. Yeah. I have... 1,154 followers and 5,700 likes. Yeah. Imagine that many people in a room. That's that's a good amount of people. Heck yeah. Let's get them to 2,000 if we can do that. That would be amazing. But last time we talked about government mind control. So what do you think of government mind control? Have you heard of like MKUltra? Well, no, enlighten me on that. I mean, I think that government mind control is the same type of mind control that they we use on other countries. We use mind control in other countries? We go in and we divide them in half and make them fight each other. Oh. <laughs> and when they're fighting each other, we don't have to worry about them. Yeah. So I believe the government does that to us, but... I don't know that they really do it intentionally. I think they just do it because uh, we're so divided right now that we're probably at our weakest point. Wow. I was not paying attention to what you just said. Wait, okay. Well, I'm not going to repeat it. Because I, I don't remember what I said. So. I was trying to fix your microphone and I was so distracted that I didn't. Okay, well. Tell me about it. It sounded really deep though. MK Ultra sounds like a drink. It sounds like a drink. Well, it's not a drink. So, MK Ultra, I'm going to read this little article on it. It says on this day in 1953, I don't know what day this was, um, the then director of Central Intelligence officially approved Project MK Ultra. So the project, which continued for more than a decade, was originally intended to make sure the United States government kept up with presumed Soviet advances in mind control technology. Kind of what we were just talking about, or I think that you were just talking about. Well, more, more like Jason Bourne type stuff. Jason, what's that? Jason Bourne? Oh, Kelsey. I don't know. Enlighten me. <sighs> it's, no, it's just a movie about a guy that kind of goes through the same thing he was oh, okay. 
you know, like there's a lot of people that believe that there are actually um, like an older generation of people that were part of an organization like that. I don't know what it was what it was called, but I guess MK Ultra is what it was called. Maybe it was probably based off of it, honestly. I mean, the book The Catcher in the Rye. I guess a whole bunch of like just various people, like, Someone. but they all read like the book The Catcher in the Rye. You know. Oh really? That is bizarre. Actually, I think I remember I heard something on that. It was like a big conspiracy theory that the book influenced. I think they even did a South Park episode on it, honestly. I think they made Butters like go. He was like, kill John Lennon or something. Like he wanted to go kill John Lennon because he read The Catcher in the Rye or something. I can't remember. Does anyone remember that South Park episode? Guys, I love south park they are actually they actually go into a lot of conspiracies and a lot of different it's really interesting like if you really watch it they like cover everything it's pretty impressive south park yeah <laughs> well i mean i think they've definitely had a, have a lot of foresight yeah and some of the shit that they've done that's come true has been pretty bizarre in the simpsons too the simpsons like predicted a lot of things that happened and there's a, a lot of weird things on that that'll be another podcast topic that i need to do but going back into mk mind control there was soviet advances in mind control technology it ballooned in scope and its ultimate result among other things was illegal drug testing on thousands of americans it wasn't the first time that the american government without permission or Notice secretly gathered information on its people. MK Ultra has gone down in history as a significant example of government abuse of human rights, and these people believe it's for a good reason. The intent of the project was to study the use of biological and chemical materials in altering human behavior. According to the official testimony, testimony of CIA Director Stansfield Turner in 1977, the project was conducted in extreme secrecy. Um, because of ethical and legal questions surrounding the program and the negative public response that the CIA anticipated if MKUltra should become public. So they basically use drugs and intoxicating effects to enhance, it says to enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and I don't know what's Corsion? I don't know, C-O-E-R-C-I-O-N. Corsian? I have no idea what that Corsian? is. Maybe it's coercion. Coercion? I don't know. I'm probably saying it so wrong. <laughs> well, I wasn't listening to the whole thing, but, it does, <laughs> but coercion probably fits in there. Okay, well, basically... I mean, mind control is coercion. Yeah, yeah. To an extent, you know. I mean. Yeah, basically, like, they were doing controlled testing of substances like LSD and, like, different effects and like how it alters the human brain and they would do all these like weird mind control like things i guess well the military has used drugs for a hundred years yeah on soldiers i mean especially the germans they were given the germans uh i think it was meth or like an older crank or that's aggressive yeah no these guys would get totally hyped up and then just fight like madmen yeah jeez that's but crazy. it's been around for a long time so yeah i mean i believe it honestly like it's i don't know it's just weird how drugs like affect like even spiders they've like tested them on spiders and you see the way that they did their webs and how everything like 
I don't know. It's it's just so crazy. Hi, Sam. Hello. 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 Sam just got here, guys. Sam and Chris are downstairs. Sam and Chris star. Sam, I got to get you on the podcast, too. I'm next, Dibs. <laughs> Sam calls Dibs, guys. <laughs> there's, there's like a lot of weird stuff with mind control and a lot of conspiracies out there. So correct me if I'm wrong. Anything that I say, I did not research it. I just picked up stuff when I was watching YouTube. But let's take the shooting that they had in the grocery store. Remember that? It was like three months ago or oh, four months Twitch ago. Oh, the Twitch streamer? Um, it was a guy that just, he drove like 200 miles walked into the store and shot everybody up and killed the security guard and then he got arrested and taken away and it was just you know they they just wrote it off as just like another columbine shooting when you dig a little deeper and this could be complete bs but this is what i saw on youtube like you're watching on youtube so don't take my word for it check it out for yourself but apparently the security guard worked there but he was also a bit of a scientist and he developed an engine just like the guy developed an engine like 20 years ago that would run on uh like half gas half water and just like the guy that you know i think it was like 20 or 30 years ago this guy was uh, preaching it on tv and they even did news stuff on him and he had a car that ran on water turned up dead and so this guy was doing the exact same thing and there's actually like a newscaster talking to him about his engine and then this other guy drives 200 miles to his work and kills him and shoots a bunch of other people oh my god and they still have no idea what this guy's motives were and maybe it was something to do with that you think mm, i don't know i mean it's just kind of a weird thing maybe we shouldn't even talk about it <laughs> that is weird well it's like i don't know it's like you never know like it, this podcast is for open-minded people so if you're not open-minded get the fuck out of here anyway okay i want to get into the new york cemetery oh well that was interesting so we i took my dad on a ghost hunt with me if you guys don't know i do a lot of like paranormal type hunt ghost hunting investigation i don't know what to call it but i just go to the most haunted places in the world and i brought my dad with me on one trip it was a long time ago it was on another channel that i had before it's not even on this channel anymore yeah, that's a good video too yeah no it was on my old channel and it was it was okay so we went to the new york cemetery and we were in the middle of nowhere like butt fucking nowhere i have no idea where we were and we were about, about 30 miles south of albany okay he knows where we were <laughs> i don't fucking know where Out we in were. the middle of nowhere in a little town called germantown but it's not really germantown, a town that's right Okay, so we went into the cemetery because it looked super duper creepy and we had no, we didn't know anything about this place. Like we just knew it was very old and there, the tombstones were all like super old. We pull up and the first tombstone we see is a Rockefeller. So we were like, that's interesting. Like a Rockefeller, you know, I wonder if it's the Rockefeller family. And then we pulled forward and it, Rockefeller, Rockefeller, like yeah. all these Rockefellers, like the entire... I don't know what generation of them it was. It was old, like 1800s, maybe 17, yeah, it's, 1800s. It's yeah, so we went there and there was just a lot of weird shit that happened. You know, more than just a lot of weird shit. I mean, we were walking 
and all of a sudden keep in mind the cemetery is probably I don't know 10 acres and there's nothing on the right and there's nothing on the left yeah and there's not even a grocery store in town or none of that all there is is a little uh Lawson's liquor store and then across the street is this little tiny mom and pop uh grocery store that they serve like like a bakery right wasn't there a chapel right there too yeah and that's it yeah that's the town there's a little tiny post office and that's the town so there's nothing there and we went there i don't know how late it was but um yeah we just started hearing these really loud bangs yeah we both just started getting freaked out i saw something in the distance and i caught it on camera it looked like a figure of like almost a little kid or something do you remember that? It was like in the video and we, we rewinded it. We tried to figure out if it was a statue or what it was, but it was transparent. Whatever I caught on camera and what I saw, it was just so weird. And this was before I really understood my gifts, my mediumship, like understanding, you know, like the spirits basically. So I was just terrified the whole time. Like we actually ran out of there. We actually decided to get going because there was these loud bangs it sounded like rocks being thrown at the tombstones and we would yeah. look around and or no one was around a tombstone with a two by four or something yeah like really loud it was weird and you were kind of skeptical right you were just like oh i don't know for well, like, first i was like all right somebody's just messing with us you know because yeah. it was like over on the we we're facing we we're in the cemetery but we were facing the back of the cemetery so it was over on the right mm-hmm. and then like five minutes later it was on the left yeah and then it was which is like a quarter mile i mean these yeah, were really no way really loud noises these weren't just like little noises these were really loud and then somewhere totally different you know and and then your little ghost meter was going nuts i had an emf meter so it detects electromagnetic frequency changes in like you know the frequencies and whatever i don't know how to explain it but it basically goes red if there's a significant change you know and it started flashing red 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 and then we kept hearing the banging the banging so we decided to closer yeah it kept getting closer the spirit box like was not yeah we were already like we were already like okay we're out of here we made it like halfway to the car and then we stopped and we were like no we're not gonna leave yeah we're like let's tough this out we can do it and then it was even closer and we were like okay we're freaking out of here i was terrified i was was a little weirded out that night i was like that was in the branch the branch remember you caught that in the video we didn't even see that in person explain what happened there well yeah we didn't catch it in and the wind wasn't even like blowing that night that's just what was weird because that was the only thing we could say was well maybe the wind was blowing but it was not blowing like that but it looks like something pulls the branch out of the way in the middle of the video and i'm i was just kind of walking along and filming you know yeah and filmed over this way and like something grabbed a branch and pulled it back and i you know that was just bizarre so there's a couple things on there you should put that back on your channel I know it was on like an old channel. Maybe I'll try to find it and maybe repost it or something. Cause that was a really creepy. I was really young though. I was like, I had blonde hair, I think, and stuff too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was blonde. I look so different. I think I look different. Maybe I don't, but <laughs> I just look like a baby in those videos. It's so funny to look back and see. It wasn't that long ago. Well, I look like a baby. Like, I, you change a lot from when you're 18. Four years ago. I think I was like 18 or 19. Maybe I was older. Maybe I, think, I was like 20. I think Chris was like 12. Yeah. <laughs> like two years old. I was like an infant. Like, <laughs> Just remember, I'm always nice to you when you're not around. <laughs> Wise words. Just absorb that, Chris. <laughs> Chris and Perry drama, guys. We're in it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, we're going to play some moral dilemma really quick. <laughs> <laughs> you are an off-duty police officer. You've been drinking all night. There is a commotion outside. Someone is robbing your neighbor's house. Do you A, attempt an arrest, or B, call for backup knowing it will very likely be too late? Be the hero or try to be the hero but fail. <laughs> well, I'm going in, so. You go in? Yeah, it's happening, it's on. Attempt an arrest, I don't think I could do anything. I think I would just put myself in danger and maybe like piss off the person there and put someone else in danger. So I would probably call for backup, but, cause I just, I don't think I could my, do anything. I'm grabbing my Keltec KSG and. I don't got that. And turn, <laughs> turning the, the laser on and. All I have is a little taser. It's a 15-round pump-action shotgun. <laughs> I'll bring Lola. Gauge. I'll bring. He'll have that, and I'll bring Lola. Guys, <laughs> Lola, go stop them. <laughs> Someone at the table is a spy. Do you a torture the weakest one to try to get some information, or b cut off the fingers of the strongest one to set an example for the rest? Whoa. Hmm. That that there's too many variables involved. I mean, yeah. if I was suspecting the strongest person might be a spy, then I might have to chop their finger but off. What but if, if you were but wrong? But you also want really strong people around you. So if they're strong and they're an ally, then they're indispensable. So I got to go with a weak one. Okay. Because the weak one ultimately 
is going to be dispensable, whether they, whether they're, uh, well, you want the strong one. I would just like tickle him. That would be my torture. I just tickle him until he like gave me some answers. I'd be give me some answers. Okay. Your new neighbor is always changing directly in front of his large picture window. That's me. <laughs> Everyone in the neighborhood can see him naked. Oh my god, that's did you is but, this a joke? But he doesn't seem to notice. Do you A I think I've asked someone this before. Send him an anonymous note in the mail letting him know that you can see him naked all the time, or B ignore it and let him figure it out on his own. I'm gonna ignore it. Yeah. Because I do it all the time. I don't remember what answer I gave last time, but... I have no blinds on my condo right now, and I am running up and down the stairs, buck-ass naked. <laughs> so it's you? Yeah. I want to go into... Okay, we're going to go back into more intoxicated topics. So we went to Thailand, and we had some crazy shit happen if you guys didn't see that i do have a whole video on it capturing like most of it on video which is actually pretty insane but um so we went to thailand and i don't know it was just the energy there was just insane like i talked about this on another podcast how crazy the energy was but my dad being there and able to like talk about what happened my psychic vision things that were very supernatural feeling. I don't know, you wanna talk about it? Cause I've already like told this story, but I wanna hear like what you you think from your point of view. Well, I mean, we rode to the Tiger Temple mm -hmm. and we all got our bikes. And it, we, it was Tyler on one bike, me and Noki was sitting on the back of my bike. And then there was Kelsey riding her little moped behind us. <laughs> And um, so we get to the temple, and after a long, grueling hike, we get to the top, and it's hotter than hell. It was beautiful um, up there, it was though. Super pretty and super worth it. So if you ever go to Thailand, go to Krabi. So we went to the Tiger Temple, and when we came down, Kelsey was. We went to go get on our bikes, and Kelsey was like, "I don't want to ride the bike." And I'm like, "Really?" I mean, I mean, this, that's like the highlight of my trip is yeah. riding those damn bikes. You know, I just think it's fun. And um, she's like, no, I just see, keep seeing the bike crash. And I'm like, all right, you know, I mean, whatever. I was going to argue with her. So um, <laughs> Kelsey's stressing out over whatever. So I'm like, Noki, can you ride the bike? And she was like, yeah, I can ride the bike. So. And I even asked her, remember, I was like, are you sure? I translated it on the translator app. I said, are you sure you're not going to crash it? Yeah, and she was like, no, I can ride, um, you know, yeah. she knows how to ride a moped. So, um, so now Tyler and me and Kelsey's on the back and then Noki's riding. Well, this was after we went to the cave, so remember. Well, we haven't gone to the cave yet. So we're, oh. so then we go, go to the cave gotcha. and um, we get to the cave and Kelsey's doing her spirit box and. Well, okay, so I did a spirit box of the Tyler. My dad and Noki, they were like, I don't know where they were. They, they were like climbing this rope thing. Climbing. or Yeah, they were like rock climbing on the wall and stuff. So me and Tyler went to these caves and, or well, we all did. Oh my God, I'm like so high. Okay, <laughs> we all went to these caves. And as you walk into the caves, you just feel this dark 
energy. It was the weirdest thing. So I, I definitely knew there were spirits there. I kept seeing like this man sitting on the floor. We walk in and I knew that, you know, I was like, okay, I, I want to record in here because this will be really interesting. There were real human remains that were like 43,000 years old. Yeah. Human remains, bones just there, like real human bones. Yeah, this and cave had a lot of history. Uh, the Japanese World War II, used right? it as a bunker in World War II. There had been like generations of people that lived in the cave, so it was a pretty caveman cave. too. There were like yeah. uh, cave paintings on the wall too, from yeah. caveman, and you know, there's a lot there, a lot of energy there. I actually just communicated with one man who, I believe, was attacked by an animal, maybe like a tiger or something like that. He was attacked in that cave, and. Then all of a sudden this dark energy came in and my right shoulder started like burning. And I even grabbed my shoulder in the video and I was like, oh my God, my shoulder is burning. All this stuff happened. Like it was just super, super bizarre. All yeah, caught I on can, camera too. I can hear all this cause I'm up, we're up on like this ledge. We cl rock climbed up on this ledge. Yeah. You know, we're in a cave so I can, I can hear you doing your thing. And she's talking about her shoulder. Yeah, my right shoulder. Having her right shoulder and her shoulders hurting and all this stuff, you know, so. Yeah. So then eventually we uh, we leave the cave, we get back on the little boat, and he takes us back to our bikes, and we go to get on our bikes, and Kelsey's like, I don't want to ride my bike still. I just keep seeing that bike crash. And I don't yeah, I told him, too. She's like, I'm just having, like, severe anxiety over it, and I'm like, no problem, you know, and Okiba's like, no problem, you know. So Kelsey got on the back, and so we're riding back, and... Um, Kelsey keeps like whispering in my ear. She's or yelling, you know, we're riding the, I'm riding the bike and she's behind me and she's like, I just, can you, I just am having anxiety. I just, I keep seeing it crash, you know? Yeah. I just had this really bad, even at a light, like, I think it was like two minutes before what we're about yeah. to explain happened at a light. I told him, I was like, I don't think this anxiety is going to go away. He was like, what, like, do you want me to slow down? What do you want me to do? And I was like, so we did slow down. yeah, like we did. But I was like, it's not, I told you too. I was like, that's not going to help. It's not going to help. You know, I just have a bad feeling. I feel really anxious right now. And it's just, I just have anxiety, you know? So he was like, okay, so we slow so down. We go around this big corner and then Tyler pulls up next to us and he's like, Noki went down. And we're like, shit. So we turned around, and now I'm riding the wrong way, going down, you know, against traffic because there was a, a cement median dividing the other lane. And uh, we roll up on Noki, and I, before we even got there, Kelsey said, I thought it was going to be me. And I was just like... I felt bad. Know, I was like trying to, like, see what, you know, I wasn't, like, really focusing on Kelsey because I wanted to, like, get... A visual on Noki and so we come around the corner and and she's standing there and I look down and her knees are bleeding and her wrists are bleeding you know I mean she's got like road rash you know and I'm like oh she's you know she's good to go I mean and we had no cool. idea what happened you know when we were pulling and then up. she pulls her shirt down and and her collarbone was an inch is up here yeah like an inch out of place. She completely had separated her AC and her CC. And what so shoulder complete, was it? It was her right shoulder. The same shoulder that you were feeling pain in. And the whole thing just was just... It was weird. Fucking freaky. So. Then we asked... Okay, so Noki had a bracelet on and it was hematite that you had gotten her. Hematite is actually a crystal used to protect against dark energy, negative energy. And it breaks when it's done and when it's collected that dark energy. 
Noki's bracelet broke off during the crash. Like she could have died. Like she hit the side of a car. She explains it as if the, the truck. truck, Yeah. Like she explains it as if her bike just started slipping. Like it just lost control of the sudden. She had no idea what happened. And so she hit the side of the truck. The truck driver thought he killed her was freaked out. And she, I mean, he, he said it a couple times that he thought that, that she was dead because she hit the side of his truck on a moped going around a corner doing like 45 miles an hour. I mean, those things haul. Um, and then she went over the handlebars and he thought that she went underneath his tire and she landed on her head or landed on her head this way and the, sh- and her shoulder and took all of the impact. And it's only cause she weighs like 103 pounds or whatever. It's just weird how she fell on the right when, I don't know when the turn was like, she probably bounced off the truck and cranked the wheel and just yeah. It. it was just a weird, bizarre thing that happened. And I wanted to get my dad's perspective because growing up as a psychic medium and then coming out later, like trying to explain to my family, like I see things and the weird shit happens. And then just having them see it firsthand really helps validate like how my life is because that was just another thing that happened, you know, like. Well, I, I mean, I'll say there's just no way to explain. Yeah. Weird shit. The sequence of events that happened, and she basically, and then on the way to Noki, she was just like, I, sorry, I thought it was going to be me. You know, I didn't know. Yeah, I felt she's bad. She's like talking to me, and I just wanted to see if Noki was <laughs> okay. You know, and I was like, I thought it was going to be me. I knew something bad was going to happen. I just like, my vision was not clear. So I thought if I could avoid it, you know, I thought I could avoid it by not riding the bike. But I guess it was unavoidable. Or what if I was going to be riding the bike and I wasn't as experienced on a bike as Noki? What if I would have died? What if I would have you know, done something and it would have been worse. I don't know what happened. I wish it didn't have to happen, but. But when you replay the whole thing and you watch it, it's just totally legit and freaky. Yeah. You know, it's just totally one of those things that you just. It gives me the chills. Yeah. It just gives me the chills. What do you think of your weird psychic medium daughter? Well, we always knew you were a little different. When you were little. <laughs> we just couldn't figure out. What it was? <laughs> Did I ever do anything weird, or like anything like, well, like paranormal, like something where you thought? You mean like floating when yeah. you were a baby above the crib? Yeah. Did I just like start flying and that my eyes roll in the back of my head and weird shit? No, I never saw any of that. Yeah. But you were always uh, a little different. That's for sure. Yeah, in Michelle. A good way. <laughs> yeah. My mom's friend Michelle said I would stare off at corners and start giggling when she would watch me and she would just think it was kind of weird like that I would be giggling at nothing and stuff like that. So apparently that was a thing too. Um, but well, it kind of explains why you never really wanted to go anywhere. Yeah. I just had really bad and I had to sleep she a lot. Would have a lot of anxiety when she would go places and energy it was just all the energy i couldn't handle it i would get very overwhelmed i would see things i didn't understand like it was just a very overwhelming time in my life so it caused a lot of like i cried if we had to go anywhere i literally threw a fit because i didn't want to (laughs) go and then i would take a nap on mom's lap at the dinner table oh 
like at <laughs> we would go to a restaurant, I would be sleeping, you know. Well, like, that was what was weird is like it's almost like you would go out and then she would have to, when she got home, she'd have to like recharge. Yeah. That was the only way I can explain it was Kelsey would we'd take her out to lunch or anywhere, and then she would have to go home, and when she got home, she would just. She had to recharge. She had to, like, recharge her batteries. Yeah. That's honestly the best way to explain it, because I don't know how else to explain that, because that's literally what happened. But do you think you have any, like, gifts like that? Do you think that... Because we know it runs on my mom's side of the family, the Native American side, but your side, too. I don't know. You're, like... I feel like you have had paranormal experiences. Like, you grew up in a haunted home, too. Do you want to talk about that? Because I was like, that was always like a really fascinating story I always loved when I was younger, like about the house you grew up in that was haunted. Well, I mean, it's the Byram House uh, in Sag Harbor, so you can probably Google the Byram House, Sag Harbor, New York. And I grew up there, my dad and I, and um, a few other people renovated the house. I mean, we spent a couple of summers up there just renovating the house. And um, a lot of people that spent the night there had had a lot of uh, like sightings and weird experiences. Um, Wasn't there a cemetery and, like? Yeah, that? there's a cemetery right next to it, and it's an old cemetery. It's a whaling cemetery, so it's all the whalers that uh, Sag Harbor was a big whaling town. It's in uh, Long Island, New York. So a lot of people had spent the night in this bedroom upstairs and had experienced uh, like sightings and um, my sister did as well and uh, I'd never really seen anything there myself but I had always heard and just you know how you get that hair standing up on the back of your neck feeling, feeling uh, that happened a lot and having this huge cemetery not just a little cemetery this is a this the Would site. you say it was like on the cemetery or yeah it's on, it's the, cemetery. on the cemetery I mean, the, like the, how far was a tombstone from the house uh, maybe like 20 yards. That's crazy. No, it's, it's, uh, literally the, the yard and then a, a little fence and the cemetery. Yeah. So the houses and the Amityville windows, that's what I call them. Those, those little half, uh, quarter octagon windows right. are on that side staring at the cemetery. So it was always just a really creepy. spooky place. And there was some guests that would come and stay with my dad and never come back they were didn't they all say they explained like i remember your dad talking about this that he said they would explain the same man like multiple people came in and explained the same man standing at the end of the hallway um and they would see him walking or something they thought it was ephraim byron he was the the, the, the astronomer yeah he was an astronomer he was the originator of the house and, and he was buried in that cemetery right um, I don't remember if he was buried there or not, but I know the house was built in 1853 and he built it. So my bedroom was on top. The third floor of the house was just an observatory. It was a, just basically just a square room on top of the house and he used that as an observatory and that was my bedroom. That's so crazy. Uh, have you like, so I know you've had some paranormal experiences. What's one that you've like always remembered or something that maybe like changed your mind or opened your eyes or well working at the hospital i'm not going to say what hospital it was but yeah. i was working there with my uh, longtime employee george and um 
it was me, George, and Austin, and we were working every night in the ward where they would bring old people when they were kind of, or maybe not just pass. old, but they were getting ready to, to uh, unalive, you know? Yeah. Possibly. So um, we worked for probably two months. Um, every night I would... Uh, and they did construction. Yeah, it's construction. So... So we would go in and start at like eight at night and work till like three or four in the morning in this wing. After a couple of days, we noticed that this one room, we would go in and, and it had a pull string on the light above the bed and you would, you'd pull the chain once and a light would come on at the top, you'd pull it twice and it'd come up at the bottom and then you'd pull it the third time and both lights would come on. And then the fourth time it would go off. So it's like, yeah, you know, it's this old, really, like, old light. And um, that light just, kept coming on and kept coming on and kept coming on and we'd go in and like you know you know you have to like I mean like you have to pull it like three more times to get it to go off and um it was just totally bizarre that it kept happening in the the same room and then it got to the point where um George showed up at the job site and I was coaching at the gym and he called me at like 8 30 and he was like I'm out of here I'm like, what, dude? You just like got there like an hour ago, and he's like, I am freaking not working here. There's just some weird shit going on, and I'm I'm out, you know. And George is not like that's that not kind of, thing. you know. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. George is just like, I'm done, you know. Wow. So then, fast forward, like the, I think it was the next night or the night after, and it's me and George and Austin again, and we're working, and. I'm in the, like, where the nurse station is, and then the, the wing is set up like a horseshoe. And they're working over in the room to my left in the corner. And then there's, like, four rooms in the horseshoe and then on each wing next to me. And all the lights are off. They're, everything's off because we would go in there and we'd work in that room and we only kept the lights on in the rooms that we were working on. So... I'm working and I'm looking down and I'm putting material on a, uh, a cabinet door and I see somebody walk by to my right and I thought it was Austin. It was like a tall person and they walked by in my peripheral vision and went around the corner and up the wing. And the wing is totally pitch black and at the end of the wing is a big zipper, construction zipper, to get out. Uh, it's like a plastic tent material oh yeah no it's you know it's really loud to get in and out of there and we didn't even use that wing we used the other wing to get in and out so i saw somebody walk by and i thought it was austin and then i looked over and i saw austin and george right there and i'm like okay we are the only ones in here the only way to get in and out of this wing is through one of the two zippers and that's it so somebody just walked by me so i I'm like walking over and I didn't like say anything to those guys they're working because I didn't want to sound like a nut job and so I'm walking down this hallway and every door is closed all the lights are pitch black like there's no way no and way. I walked up to the zipper at the end and the hair is just standing up on the back of my neck so then I started opening each door one at a time oh, and I'm like turning on the light you know and then I'm looking in the bathroom and then I go to the next one and they open you know and it's 
Uh, yeah, no, there was nobody there, so it was just bizarre. There's probably so many creepy stories in hospitals. If anyone works at a hospital or has had like a paranormal experience in one, I want I want you guys to comment below. I want to read your stories. I'll feature one on the next episode, but that is so creepy. Has it? Well, I did ask towards the end of the project, like about a month and a half in, I ran into one of the the uh, nursing staff there and I asked her I was like hey what you know like you guys ever see anything and they were like oh yeah and they called out the room number Ooh. I was just like the one with the light that turned on yeah oh that's like, creepy Whoa. wow I wonder if they so they were very aware of like weird stuff that happens that's so interesting I wonder why they would like stay at a hospital I've always wondered that like why would they I don't know, I guess if their death was tragic or whatever, like I wonder why some spirits stick to hospitals, but then I also wonder why some spirits stick to different things, you know? Like it's it's just so interesting to like dig into all that and hear like theories on it. Why do you think a spirit would stick around like a hospital? I don't know. I think sometimes, you know, they just get lost or they've got unfinished business to do. You yeah. know, they're not ready to to go but they can't figure it out and just get stuck in one spot and you know they just get lost in the shuffle some people get on the train and some people yeah. just wander around the station for the rest of their lives that's kind of what it's like too with a lot of spirits i've talked to and i've tried to help them move on some of them don't even realize they're dead some of them don't even like understand what's going on like they just keep going in this loop of you know reliving everything it's really bizarre the things that i've you know, heard spirits saying the things that they've shown me and the way to like, you can't even interact with them or help them. It's like helpless lost souls. It's really, really sad. Um, I also wanted to get into, uh, do you still want to talk about aliens? So I was downstairs and we were smoking pot and I was like, dad, what is some, something like that we could talk about when we're high. Like, what's something interesting? He goes, aliens. <laughs> I was right. like... I think there are uh, multiple different types of aliens. Um, I agree. I think it's a, a conglomeration of things. And one of the theories is obviously that they're coming back from the future and they're here to change uh, the trajectory of what we're doing right now. That That's why when... Um, Whenever any type of military action happens, military mili military action happens. Um, military. Okay. The alien presence, or the, at least the UFO um, president. What do they call? Them? I don't know what they call them now. Um, UFOs. ULPs or something like that. Anyways. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, goes way up during uh, military times. So obviously, right now there's a, a war going on, and it seems with aliens. No, there's a war going on. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you were saying there was a war going on with aliens in the Ukraine. Okay, okay, I, 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 yeah, okay. And during the <laughs> I uh, during the Iraq War, there was also like a really big spike of um, UFO appearances uh, all over the world, particularly at um, particularly at McDill Air Force Base down in Florida. They had like a a lot going on there, and that was like the central command for the Iraq War. Um, yeah. There has been like a lot of talk of aliens um, being used in war and being used for technology, like 
random technological advances that just didn't really make sense with like the science behind it. Like, I don't know. They were trying to say, you know, there was an advance in science, but it's like, where did it come from all of a sudden? And I guess um, during, you know, one of the wars, I think it was Germany, they actually had satellites in space, like during the war. And they had like, it had, uh, what was it? I don't I can't remember. If anyone remembers this, I did a whole episode on this, but there's actually a lot of talk that aliens helped World War II with the technological advances and were used and I don't know. I feel like the government and aliens like work together. I feel like aliens are amongst us. Well, that's what Foo, uh, Foo Fighters, you know, the, the band Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. A Foo Fighter is uh, what they would what the military would call a UFO back in World War II. Oh, okay. That's where Foo Fighters come oh, from. Oh, I didn't so. know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, when you're, when you're old. Yeah. When you're but old. Another, another theory is that they aren't coming from the p- future, but that they're coming from an altered dimension that's literally existing at the same, same time, time that we are. I believe that. And when stuff happens, like a... a you know, like we test a nuclear bomb or something like that. They, it affects their dimension because they're living with us at the same time, and they're like, "What the hell was that disturbance?" And they go and they, they check on check, a, check on us and make That's sure we're not really up to anything. Because like, if we destroy our planet, we could destroy their dimension as well. Whoa, that like blew my mind because I like believe in the dimension thing because I've explained a paranormal experience I've had where I saw a UFO and it literally like disappeared in the sky. It was like it went somewhere else. It was so weird. Either it went at the speed of light or something or it just went into like a fold or a dimension. And I've seen I've seen portals too, like these weird all of a sudden I'll just see like this purple light and it's almost like in midair. It's just like in space. It's not floating or hovering. It's just there. And I don't know how to explain it, but I've actually talked to some mediums and psychics who have seen these like tears. It's like a tear in a dimension too. And I've seen shadows go in and out of it. And it almost looks like they just went into nothing, like into like a wall or something. It's just so weird. So I'm like super into the different dimensions and portals. And, you know, like I feel like a lot of haunted places have portals. And I don't know if like the spiritual realm connects with the alien realm at all. What do you think? Well, I mean, that kind of leads into one of the other theories, which is not only do you have the aliens or we call them aliens, the beings that are in another dimension right next to us that are checking things out. But you also have the exact same thing going on in different dimensions throughout the universe. And they're traveling here um, through wormholes or whatnot to a different species, but through wormholes um, to just kind of monitor us because we're making a lot of noise. You know, right. they're... I think there's like They're so many a little aliens. nervous about us. So, well, when you look at the sky, I mean, so many beings out there. It's like I don't get the concept of like we're the only ones. Well, let's, let's no. talk. Let's talk about the Big Bang. The Big Bang. Big bang okay, theory. we're gonna go into okay. the Big Bang. All right, here's here's Lola. <laughs> here's my take on the Big Bang theory. And and Einstein, it, one of the most brilliant brains of all time, um, is the one that kind of. 
uh, initiated that. So he's the one that, the Big that Bang came theory. up with the Big Bang Theory. Um, okay. So For I'm, people who don't know what the Big Bang Theory is, can you give a slight brief? That's, that's basically saying that the, the very beginning of time that the universe had an explosion and that was what created um planets the planets and stars and and dust and everything and they all went off and started spiraling and planets were circling suns and suns were circling galaxies and you know i mean so um drew just walked in (laughs) if you guys just heard hello what's up drew drewlicious (laughs) drew we're we're almost done Uh, (laughs) he's a little high (laughs) oh we're talking about the The big Big Bang bang theory so so i am no einstein so but I think, not that it matters, but I don't think there ever was a beginning. There was never a beginning. And people are like, well, there had to be a beginning. You know, there had to be like that first. No, there doesn't. Why? Why does there have to be a beginning? There was never Hashtag a beginning. why. Hashtag why does there have to be a beginning? Do you think there's an end if there's why? no beginning? And that's so hard for us to fathom because our brains can't grasp the concept that there was never a beginning and there never will be an end. And when you look out into these stars, it never ends. I mean, we used to think, you know, a hundred years ago that when we were looking up at the sky, we were looking at all these stars. And now we've realized that, wait, some of those aren't stars. Some of those are actually galaxies yeah, like ours and there's nebulas thousands of them billions so trillions so you've got the earth you've got the sun and then you've got a billion more of those and that makes up this spiraling galaxy and you look up in the sky and there are thousands and thousands of them and we can't even count how many galaxies there are but let's take it to the next level what if you pull back from all of those galaxies and they form like a mega galaxy and then, and then that you, galaxy forms and, another and then galaxy you look and you see that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of mega galaxies that are harboring all the galaxies that we see would be one galaxy and then you pull back even more, more yeah and it's and a more, super more and more. mega ga- and it just goes on infinitely yeah i don't think human beings we can't grasp that concept i think it's the same thing with the supernatural and the paranormal like some people cannot grasp the concept that some things you just cannot explain i don't know some there's some things that you just science cannot explain because our human minds like we you know we created science right like the human mind i mean i guess well, like we, we only know as much as like we can know, basically. Right. You know, we're, the human we're, brain. We're limited. We are limited, so it's like some people don't think. You know, they think like, oh, since science can't prove it, that means it's not real. But it's like, no, maybe we just can't grasp that concept because we cannot think to that extent, basically. Right. Yeah, like kind of what you're saying of, is there's like. There's all sorts of things you can think of. You know, I mean, let's let's take mankind for instance what if on our planet with the air and 
the cells and everything that are given on the planet, what, what if the natural progression is to become a human being? So even if humans get exterminated now, um, uh, whoops, even if humans get exterminated now, um, a million years from now, we'll come back because that's the natural progression of the elements on this planet is to create us. So what if we existed a hundred billion years ago already? Right. But we, we already, don't know. We already existed and we went through everything that we've gone through now and we killed ourselves off with nuclear weapons or whatever and dinosaurs were actually like the byproduct of the nuclear fallout and we will get into that in the next episode of intoxicated thank you guys so much for watching and or listening and thank you to my dad who came on this podcast let me know if you guys want him back like i i think you're good on this podcast you're blowing my mind over here my mind's being altered in many ways comment below if you guys would like to see my dad back on this podcast shout out your stuff it's outdoors outdoors pd on youtube so make sure you like and subscribe and watch all six of my videos <laughs> some but of them are I, edited by me <laughs> yes but they are quality videos and then what's your tiktok it's perry davies perry davies and then you guys can follow and that me has like a lot of videos on it yeah so go like watch all his stuff. videos outdoors outdoors pd guys <laughs> and then make sure you guys follow me on youtube k-e-l-s-i-d-a-v-i-e-s and then on tiktok twitter instagram it's just kelsey davies with two i's and two s's and yeah make sure you guys check out the intoxicated merch i have the link is down below in the description Oh, you good? My dad's like holding two Trulies in his hands right now. <laughs> and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Stay woke, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now. But I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.